Thou Shall Prosper by Daniel Lapin. Summary from 4-Minute Books, written by Nicholas Gouquet and read by Craig Trailer. One-sentence summary. Thou Shall Prosper examines the tried and true principles of aid-old Jewish tradition and creating a life of wealth, prosperity, and integrity, and combines them with examples of the modern world of business to help you live a successful life. Favourite quote from the author. You dramatically increase your value to others if you always maintain a calm and pleasant manner. After learning that a fair share of my fellow millennials find themselves in a financially unsatisfactory situation due to student loans, uncertainty and never being educated about proper money management, I decided to learn and share more about this topic. The personal finance category on this site is malnourished and it's time to change that. Last week, I shared my own approach to financial freedom in its current state and now, I think it's time to learn more. Thou Shall Prosper felt like a great place to start. Written in 2002 by Rabbi Daniel Lapin, it draws lessons from Jewish religion and tradition about money. Similar to The Richest Man in Babylon, the book draws on stories, metaphors, but also contemporary events and examples to shape your financial perspective in a way that generates wealth. Here are my three favourite lessons. 1. Consider business as an object to get away from the belief that it's inherently bad. 2. Root yourself in a few never-changing values, but remain open to change at the same time. And 3. Forget retirement. It's an idea society is trying to sell us with, with little to no benefit. So, are you ready for a new look at money? See through some very, very old glasses? Well, let's go. Lesson 1. Think of business as a neutral object. It's not good or bad in its own way, but depends on how people use it. Mark Zuckerberg, Sergey Brin, Larry Page, Gary Vaynerchuk. The list of Jewish entrepreneurs who shape the globe is long, and I'm starting to understand why. The Jewish perspective on money and business is absolutely perfect to win in a meritocratic system. Jews believe in ethical capitalism, which is to say that they think hard work should be rewarded, but predicated on honesty, integrity and strong moral code. They see business as a means to take care of yourself first, so you are then in the best position to give to others. Instead of considering selling as an evil activity, Jewish tradition frames it as source of creativity, of helping others grow and enable them to do business themselves. Not everyone carries these attitudes, and sure, not all of them work out perfectly in the business. But Jews focus on the positive and don't blame business itself. By considering a business as a mere object, a tool, that is useless without humans to use it, they remain objective. That lets them hold those accountable who abuse it instead of condemning business altogether. Lesson 2. Pick a few values to ground yourself in and then be open to change with anything else. Gary V. likes to say that winners pull from opposite sides and boy, are Jews winners. One of their biggest symbols, the Star of David, is a union of very different ideas. According to one of its many interpretations, the first of the two triangles represents God, humans and the physical world, and the second openness to change. 
The punchline is that Jews try to embrace and stay rooted in their free core values while remaining open to whatever changes happen. Ideally, that change should come about gradually, which is why religious festivities making a big change, like for more marriage or death, usually last for several days. This is not just a great attitude towards life, but also a huge advantage in business. A solid company always has a great, constant culture, but it isn't afraid to change direction fast and often, if necessary to succeed. Take Disney, for example. They've always been committed to family and child entertainment, but over the years, they've tried and expanded into lots of other ideas and age groups. Changing without changing, where it counts, is what makes great people and businesses. One of my favourite quotes comes from the German poet Hermann Hesse. Roughly translated, it means, Stay as you are, by continuing to change every day. Lesson 3. Don't even try to retire. It's an idea built on three lies. Religion is a scam. Politics are a scam. Health insurance is a scam. Wall Street is a scam. We chuck around the word scam a lot these days, and fast too. Out of the many things we call out this way on a regular basis, few of them actually deserve these accusations. There is one idea, though, that rarely has to define its reputation when actually it might be time to question it. Retirement. The foundation of the American dream, this end-all, be-all goal most people chase in their lives might not be the silver bullet most people believe it to be. In fact, Daniel Lappin says it's based on three lies which have penetrated our culture pretty deeply at this point. Number one, work is just a means to an end. When you only work to work no more, life becomes weary and dull. But work has so much meaning to offer you and to humanity. It can transform us and the world around us as long as you're doing it right. Two, old age makes you weak and unproductive. Sure, your physique won't be as good as it was in the earlier years, but your experiences, your network, your skills, they just get better. And three, people are meant to consume not to create. Just because we don't need to create much today, since everything is supplied to us, doesn't mean we shouldn't. Creation lends meaning to our existence. Don't ever start counting the days, and don't ever stop providing value for your work. Live life until the last minute. I'm sure that is not a scam. Thou Shall Prosper Review The summary of Thou Shall Prosper on Blinklist was great. I'm starting to see the pattern among the perspectives on personal finance of successful people. That I agree with the most. And the Jewish tradition and philosophies around money. This resonates really well with me. I think it's a very suitable, sustainable approach to go after financial freedom. Big thumbs up. What else can you learn from the Blinks? 1. The many misconceptions about Jews and money, and where their financial literacy really comes from. Two how Jews reframe business, and why that let them succeed early on in history. 3. Why many Jew customs hand themselves to networking and building relationships. 4. Which traits make up leaders and where you're most likely to acquire them. 5. Why forecasting isn't that hard and what you can do to predict the future. And 6. How generously and giving to charity can help with making money. Who would I recommend Thou Shall Prosper summary to? 
the 18-year-old high school graduate who'd loved to study business but has heard all his life from his parents that capitalism is evil. The 31-year-old mother who's been saving for a child's future but struggles with the new ways of investing. And anyone whose current plan is to financially be happy when they retire. <laughs> 